Good morning. I'm happy to be able to share with you on this Mothering Sunday. And, you know, Mother's Day can be a real mixed bag of emotions sometimes. You know, whether you're a son or a daughter, whether you're single, whether you're bereaved, whether you're a parent or a grandparent, whether you're fostered or adopted or you don't fall into any of those. There's somewhere else that you fit or maybe feel like you don't fit anywhere. But, you know, I really believe that God wants to speak to us all today and that he wants to encourage us where we're at with our family and in our relationships. He wants to help us move forward if we feel stuck or maybe broken. Um, and he wants to show us that even the smallest act of love, the smallest seed of peace, the smallest amount of kindness, actually God can cause that to go further and to produce so much more than we can sometimes even think or believe it will when we when we invite him into our lives and into our relationships. So I just wanted to share a few thoughts that I hope would be helpful for you this Mother's Day and beyond um, with your relationships and in your family and whatever that looks like for you. Um, you know, we're talking this month about being far reaching, about about sharing the good news of Jesus, about sharing kindness and love. But, you know, sometimes the hardest place to reach can be our own home. It can be hard. It can hurt. It can get messy. You know, people take sides and, you know, maybe you've seen that in your own life or maybe you see it in the lives of family or friends or, or wider afield. Um, but, you know, relationships and home life isn't always easy. Family isn't always easy. Um, you know, we can feel desperate at times to try and to try and share with people who don't know Jesus in our families that he loves them. We so desperately want them to come to church with us and to have that relationship with God. And it can cause us at times to be pushy and controlling and overbearing. But, you know, I think so often it is done out of love. And I just think that God wants to just surround us today and encourage us today and inspire us today with the best motivation and the best way that we can love and be far reaching with our family and in our relationships. You know, and if you don't know Jesus this morning and, you know, maybe you've come across some of those pushy Christians Generally, it's because they love you and that's what that comes out of. You know, and if you, you're trying to find out a little more about Jesus this morning, stick with us because I believe he wants to speak to you. I believe he wants to let you know how much he loves you, no matter where you're at. And he wants to call you to walk with him and be his friend too. So I want to read to you as we start a quote by C.S. Lewis and it says this. Do not waste time bothering whether you love your neighbour. <laughs> Act as if you did. As soon as we do this, we find one of the greatest secrets. When you are behaving as if you love someone, you will presently come to love him. And I think what I'm trying to say to you as I read that quote by C.S. Lewis is, you know, sometimes we put it all down to how we feel and what we think we should do. But actually, God calls us to love people. God calls us to love those within our family. God calls us to love those who we have a relationship with. And, you know, at times when that's not easy, it doesn't always matter how we feel, but that we act towards them in love and ask God to help us to work through and manage our emotions as we go on that journey. I believe God wants to to remind us again today of his grace over our relationships, of his love that he has for those who we relate to and for us when it's difficult and of the kindness that he wants to help us to bring not only into our lives but into the lives of those around us as we reach out to family and friends. So I've just got three things that I want to share with you this morning and hopefully they will help you. The first one is this, is believe again. 
you know, we don't, or I said this at the ladies' meeting that we did on Zoom, we don't always see the impact that we have on others, that we have on our family. And it can be a good or a bad impact. We don't always realise that the things that we say can be hurtful or the things that we say can be really helpful and encourage them and actually shape and inspire their lives. You know, and we can be so hard on ourselves sometimes and think, that oh, I've got nothing to offer. I can't give anything. I'm, I'm the worst mum in the world. I know this week as my kids have gone back to school and I signed the consent form for them to do the COVID test when they got there and the night before one of them went back as it's been a staggered return I was just like oh have I done the right thing I just don't know and you know sometimes we can just be so hard on ourselves when all we're doing is trying our best all we're doing is trying to love and I think we have to see that within ourselves and not just look at ourselves worst case scenario I want to encourage you today to believe again that you have something to give that you have something to bring and yes look at your life yes consider how you are and what you do say and how you do act and is that helpful at times that's the wonderful and a productive thing for us all to do at every step and every stage of our lives to constantly look at ourselves and consider those things but believe again that you do have something to give believe again that you do have something to offer maybe in your life you've been put down quite a lot and said you'll never amount to anything or oh you've never got anything good to say but God wants to say to you this morning you do have something good to say you will amount to something you are something you are enough there is good and benefit within you that you can share with others so believe again that God sees the best in you and that there is good in you that can help and support others I just want to look at somebody who Jesus met in an account in the New Testament her name was Mary Magdalene and she was probably a single woman um she lived a very questionable life and you know she would probably although it doesn't say she'd probably been disowned by a family because of the lifestyle that she lived and how she acted and behaved and when Jesus met her he transformed her life you know she she learned to stand with him she learned to let him in she learned she learned to allow him to 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 love her again and and she changed how she lived and she moved on from that um you know, she invested in her own personal growth as she walked and followed Jesus around and learned that there was a new way to live and a new way to be loved than what she'd ever known before and that forgiveness was also a real thing. And, you know, as, as she learned that, she also probably learned, I'm sure, that it's never too late. It's never too late to change your life. It's never too late to believe that there is good in you despite what you have lived and you know God sees the best in us God saw the best Jesus saw the best in Mary Magdalene and he called her even so despite her past despite what she had lived in and through and if you want to read about her have a little look in the gospels of Matthew Mark Luke and John she's she's there on those in those accounts and you can read a little bit more about her and about her life and how it was transformed by meeting Jesus but God then called her God called her and she followed him round. She was there at the crucifixion. She was there at the resurrection. Despite her past, despite her status, he, she was called. God gave her an opportunity. And, you know, I want to say to you this morning that God wants to give you an opportunity, no matter what your life has looked like. You may have walked far away from God. You may have lived a life that is so completely different than what you believe a Christian life could be. And you think, God will never want me. I want to encourage you, believe again. 
God is calling you. God does want you. And if that's you this morning, please click our button on Church Online that you, you want to find out more about becoming a Christian. Fill in a form on our website. We would love to talk to you. We've got Alpha running at the minute. We'd love to talk to you about what it is to know God and to encourage you that actually, no matter what your life has looked like, God still believes in you, that you can believe again and that he's got hope and a future for you. And I want to read to you um, a part of the Bible from one of the accounts of Mary to just prove my point home and it's from John 20 verses 1 to 2 and it's after Jesus had died on the cross and it says early on the first day of the week while it was still dark Mary Magdalene went to the tomb where Jesus had been buried and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance so she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciples the one Jesus loved and said they have taken the Lord out of the tomb and I don't know where they have put him in some other accounts in other gospels it talks about him meeting with Jesus and then going back to the disciples and sharing that but there's many different um, variants of it but ultimately she was one of the first on the scene to see that Jesus was no longer in the tomb and he had been risen from the dead and I just think it's amazing that despite her history of, of bad news, despite her history of bad decisions, God chooses her to be the first one to go and share the good news of Jesus' resurrection with all those other disciples, with those other men. God chose chose Mary Magdalene and God chooses you today no matter how much bad news has gone in your life God chooses you to be a good news bringer into the life of your family and friends to be a good news carrier into the life of your neighbours and those around you God wants you to be a good news bringer and whether you're a Christian or not this morning that doesn't actually matter because we can still carry good news we can still carry hope we can still carry love into the lives of those around around us so believe again that you can bring good news into your families and relationships and make a conscious effort to do it the second thing I want to talk to you about this morning is the power of positive influence and I've talked about this a little bit already but you know again we need to look at ourselves first we need to listen to ourselves we need to be honest with ourselves and, and what we are influencing people with, what we are feeling, are, are we hurting, are we scared, are we happy, do we want change, are we confused, are we just oh, really bothered, wherever we're at we need to consider where we're at and therefore consider how we are influencing people, what we are sowing into those around us and if necessary adjust that accordingly. And again, I want to look at another female figure in the Bible, an account of her. And she's written in the Bible in one verse, but I think we can learn so much from her. And her name is Jedidah, and she is the mother of the King Josiah in the Old Testament. And I just want to read to you from 2 Kings 22 verses 1 to 2, which is where she is mentioned. And it says, Josiah was eight years old when he became king and he reigned in Jerusalem 31 years. His mother was Jedidah, daughter of Adiah. She was from Bozkath. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord and followed completely in the ways of his father David, not turning aside to the right or to the left. She's mentioned once in the Bible, but wow, I believe she was a great influencer, a great positive influence on her son's life. Her son at the age of eight who took over a kingdom. But we have to look at the backstory to understand and realise what a positive influence she was. Because Josiah's father, Amon, 
was actually a really bad king. And when you read the history of the kings before, there'd been a series of bad kings who'd made bad decisions, who'd not lived as God had asked them to live, who had done things that were, were, were awful things in Israel at that time. And so Josiah was following on from this reign of kings that had gone on. And, you know, his father passed away when he was eight, which must have been a tragic thing. But we find that his father's wife, Josiah's mother, must have had something else going on. There must have been something else that she chose to influence her eight-year-old son with. You know, it talks about, with every king, it tells you who the mother was. And the reason it does that is because the queen mother was a very significant and important and influential role. So we have to understand that she did have influence over her son. We understand that the father would have had influence over his son, but he died when Josiah was eight. So this then made way for other influence to come into Josiah's life. And I do believe his mother was one of those influences who, despite the influence of her husband to do the wrong thing, despite the influence of Jerusalem and and Israel at that time that would have been worshipping pagan gods and doing things that weren't right in God's sight, she chose, along with other advisors, to work with Josiah and set him up to be a king that brought massive, positive, religious and social reform for the nation. And when it talks about Josiah, it often says that there wasn't a king like it that did so much for the country and we have to believe it was because of her positive influence everything around him was looking at being a negative influence his father his grandfather past kings the society that he lived in and yet we have to see that his mother and some other advisors became a positive influence and not only did they influence him but because of what they influenced him with because they taught him how to be a good king because they taught him how to follow in God's ways because they taught him and and encouraged him to think on these things he then went on to reform and, and change the society completely she in influencing her son influenced a whole nation and I'm sure it wasn't just her but she would have had influence and I want to encourage you with that to say believe that you can be a positive influence it may seem very small you may be a mom at home with a child and just trying on a daily basis to be a positive influence you may be a friend or or a mother or a a daughter or a sister or a brother or you know whatever relationships you have just bringing that positive influence into other people's lives, just giving those little directions and those encouragements to people can actually far reach just that one person because whatever that one person then goes on to do reaches so much further than that home or that relationship. And I just want to encourage you today, I think it is a really nice thing to do, is let people know when they've been a positive influence on our lives. Very often people don't realise, they don't realise the impact that they have upon us. So I've just got a little challenge for you today on Mothering Sunday. Message someone, they don't have to be a lady, but message someone. Tell them that they inspire you. Tell you, tell them that they've been a positive influence on you and thank them for it. And I just think that is a really good thing to get in a, a routine of doing if, if thanking people and encouraging people for how they inspire and influence you in a positive way. And the last thing that I want to say to you this morning is that far-reaching starts at home. And this is the title of my whole message today, far-reaching starts at home. You know, when we invite God into our life and into our relationships, it not only impacts the home, as we've seen as I've talked already, but it has a far 
reaching influence too. Mother Teresa says this, and I think I've read this quote before, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. Be encouraged today that your acts of kindness, your love, your listening ear go so much further than we can imagine. And also we have to remember that, you know, when we partner with God, when we stand with Jesus, when we invite Jesus into our relationships and stand together with him, then we also invite God and and the wonderful promises that he gives into those relationships. And, you know, sometimes we, we think, oh, I'm only doing this small thing, and yet God can multiply it. We think I'm only encouraging this one person, and yet God blesses it, and it suddenly becomes something that reaches so much further than that one conversation we have. We, we only, I've only sown this small seed, and yet God extends from that to grow a mighty forest. You never know what that small thing that you do in your home will then go on to influence. You never know what that small act of love or kindness or encouragement or challenge is can actually impact a person's life that you're in relationship with and could go on to change the world in many, many different ways. Never underestimate that far-reaching starts at home, that far-reaching starts with every relationship we have and every conversation we have because God is in the business of multiplying and causing things to go so much further than we believe that they can or even think that they should from a practical point of view. And so I want to conclude this morning by reading to you a few quotes by famous people. And they're people from the world of politics, sport, music, social reform. And I want to read to you a quote that that each of them say about their mother, with it being Mothering Sunday. Um, But you know, whether you're a mother or not this morning, I believe that you in the same way can equally have such influence on people's lives that it can far reach so much further than that one relationship. So I'm going to read you these quotes this morning and I hope it inspires you that each relationship you have, that each seed that you sow can go so much further than that one person, than your home, and that God will multiply it and cause the miraculous to spread from it. So here we go. This first quote is by George Washington previous US president. My mother was the most beautiful woman I ever saw. All I am, I owe to my mother. I attribute my success in life to the moral, intellectual and physical education I received from her. Wilma Rudolph, an Olympic gold medalist in sprint. My doctor told me I would never walk again. My mother told me I would. I believe my mother. Booker T. Washington, who was an influencer and a slave trade activist, said, If I have done anything in life worth attention, I feel sure that I inherited the disposition from my mother. Stevie Wonder, musician. Mama was my greatest teacher, a teacher of compassion, love and fearlessness. Michael Jordan, my mother is my root my foundation she planted the seed that I base my life on and that is the belief that the ability to achieve starts in your mind today let's believe let's be inspired that far-reaching starts at home starts at home with our relationships within our house but starts at home within those closest relationships to us with our families with our neighbours 
You know, ask God to inspire us, to fill us, to guide us. And as we commit our relationships to him, I believe that he will multiply, that he will expand and that he will extend to such a far extent what we're just sowing and what we think may just be a small thing that God can do abundantly more and greater with it. And I want us to believe that this morning. So let's pray and then we're going to sing. Father God, I thank you for your power. I pray that it would move through us so that we can help others, so that we can be a positive influence, so that we can believe again and have confidence that we have got something to say, we have got something to give in our relationships. God, we welcome you into those relationships in our lives. We ask that you would be with us. We ask that you would walk with us. We ask that you would multiply what we do. We ask that you would bless what we do. We ask that those pearls of wisdom and those loving acts and that kindness that we show, that it would go so much further in blessing those around us. God, may we feel that great commission again to go into all the world and to share your good news. And as we bring that good news, as we are carriers of your good news into our relationships, I pray that you would bless it. I pray that we would see a fruit and a harvest from it. And God, I pray for our homes. I pray for our relationships. I pray for our neighbours. God, I pray for the nations. God, may we be far-reaching even when we start at home. God, may we see the influence stretching so much further even though we start at home God and I just pray that you would you would bring healing where it's needed that you would bring hope where it's needed that you would help um just to create a space within our relationships for you to come in. May we may we pray and ask you to help us each time we meet with family, believing that they will come to know you. God, and I pray for all the mums, for all the ladies today. God, I pray for those who today is difficult for. God, I pray that you would be with them. God, I pray that you would inspire us again, God. God, and I pray that we would encourage one another in Jesus' name. Amen.